Hello, and welcome to the Untitled Female Driven Podcast. We are three film and television writers who are here to talk about how to make it as professional writers in the entertainment industry. This podcast covers what we wish we'd known when we were getting started, so you all can learn the easy way what we learned the hard way. I'm Erica Schreiber. I mostly write features. I'm Just Cho. I mostly write for television. And I'm Hannah Rosner. I also mostly write for television. And today, we have a very serious topic. Super serious, guys. So serious. This is going to be like investigative journalism. Hold on to your butts, as the great Samuel once said. We're talking about snacks today. We're talking about writing (laughs) snacks. Snacks. What fuels us as uh, creative geniuses. And, you know, I'm not really a snack enthusiast. I haven't been snacking very much lately, which is kind of sad. So maybe today's the day to remedy it. I think after this, you're going to be you're going to be snacking. It's true. I will be snacking. I feel like I should also ask clarifying question. Are we talking about snacks that we procure ourselves or can we also talk about snacks in a writer's room? Ooh. I think we can talk about both for sure. Yes. Because like I'm like living that lonely feature life where I have to snack myself. And I have I have so many thoughts about snacks in writer's rooms. So now I feel like I can be a bigger part of the conversation. There is like a whole politic thing behind snacks yeah. in yes. writer's room. So we yes. should talk about that. Okay. How about this? We'll start off with personal snacks and then we're going to get into writer's room snacks. Yes. Love it. So I feel like the purpose of a writing snack is to fuel you to write more pages. You've been working and like, you know, you're, you take a break uh, and you're like, I'm a little hungry, but it's not lunchtime or whatever. And you go downstairs and you get yourself what? What's the dream and what's actually going to happen? If we're talking pre-lunch, I don't really snack that much in the morning unless like I didn't eat enough, big enough breakfast. Like, oh, we are so different people, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a morning snacker. Yeah, but you get up at four in the morning. So that's, <laughs> that's that, my point. morning is your afternoon. My thing is that until I have a meal, I'm just never satisfied. I have a decent breakfast, but until I have lunch, lunch is my main meal of the day. I don't really eat dinner. And so I just need to eat constantly. And I do eat constantly until lunch. And then I have a massive meal. So what do you snack on? Well, it's also interesting, Erica, because you said your view of a snack is the thing that will fuel you to write more pages. My idea of a snack during writing is the thing that will distract me from my frustration that I'm writing pages. Mm. Is it a source of dopamine and a sorely needed dopamine uh, starved brain that's just like I've been endlessly writing and feeling absolutely no reward or like creative fulfillment and the only thing that can bring me joy is some sugar kind of i think there's also just something really nice to distracting myself <laughs> when i'm when i'm writing it's something else to do I mean, <laughs> yeah because yeah. writing is just a, a series of figuring out solutions to obstacles right and after a certain point i just want to do something else but i can't because this is my job so when that happens I find it really good to just shove stuff into my mouth. And if it's healthy, that's a bonus. But let's be honest, it's hardly ever healthy. Although I did start a trick where I just keep a massive, massive jar of walnuts next to my computer. Oh, that's smart. Oh, wow. That is the perfect chewing food because you actually have to chew it and like you'd work your jaw. And it is quite filling. It's a very satisfying writer's snack. I actually, I think I'm more of an afternoon snacker as well. I don't tend to be super hungry in the morning. In part because like, you know, my husband and I, we work late and we usually we tend to have dinner together, which usually leads to dinner being a bigger meal than than breakfast and lunch, right? So it's just a scheduling thing. So like I make myself my Nespresso coffee, usually like a latte, like oat milk. I have a whole thing. 
and I, I Hannah, I think we're gonna fight about this, but I'm like, coffee's like if you make if you make yourself like a real coffee in the morning, I consider that a writer's snack or a tea, right? Because I'll go down in the morning and be tea. like, I have been writing yes. for an hour, and now it's tea time, right? <laughs> so that's like to me, anything with calories is a snack. But like to me, getting a snack is like a refresh. Right. Like I've been working on something. I think it's kind of what Jess was saying. Like maybe I'm a little frustrated. Maybe I just need a break. Maybe I haven't stood up in a while and I'll go downstairs and I'll be like, I shall fetch a writer snack. And my like my favorite writer snack is peanut butter balls that you keep in the refrigerator. It's just peanut butter and honey and oats and like mini chocolate chips. Right. Ooh, like dark chocolate that's a great chips. snack. I like took myself on a writer's retreat once just to get because I had a deadline and all I brought was like me and my laptop and like a big Tupperware full of peanut butter balls. <laughs> it was the best. I love peanut so, butter. Yeah. That's like a high quality writer snack. Um, handful of nuts is also great. Yeah. Well, handful of nuts is when I'm, I did that to myself because before that it was chocolate or potato chips. And when I, the thing is, if I'm eating while I'm writing, I don't notice how much I eat. Yeah. So I just eat continuously. Yeah. I always put it in a bowl, right? I like, I bring up a specific snack. I don't bring up the, like, I've, I've never, I'm never going to bring up a bag of chips, right? I'm going to bring up a small bowl that has chips or nuts or peanut butter balls in it. And that way I don't have to think about it. And I know I won't just like be stuffing my face forever. That's very smart. I started doing that because at one point I took a look at my desk and it was all the bags of the chips and the chocolates. And I just would, <laughs> I literally used my writing desk as storage. It was like a new oh pantry. My God. So I would just like pick one out whenever I was writing. I don't do that anymore. I don't recommend anyone else do it either. Yeah. I also, I love to bake. You guys know this about me. We love when you bake. Having a baked good. I think maybe the best like baked good for writing might be the I make shortbread cookies sometimes. And like Oh, I love your shortbread cookies. With tea is like the perfect writing snack. You go full British. And because they're not they're not super sweet, right? And they are filling and and you only need a couple to to make it work with the tea. But I usually I usually get a snack and then I'll do a one hour writing sprint. Do you guys ever do this? I'll get my snack. I'll set myself up. I'll wait until the last possible moment so that I'm not like wasting time. And then I'll hit my like one hour timer and I will just go if I'm having, especially if I'm having trouble focusing, like a one hour thing is, is a really, is like totally doable for me. Right. And this is like, you know, normally I'm just writing, but if I need that sprint, if I need that push, I need the right snack guys. It's important. Yes. Food in general, super important. I, I love that you keep bringing up the tea thing because by far the best snack combination I've ever found is milk tea. I steep two English breakfast tea bags in like a, like a half mug of water, hot water, and then I heat up some milk and add that so it's nice milky, nice milky tea, and then pair that with my brother-in-law's molasses cookies. It is the best Now we're thing talking. Yeah. Because it's like the molasses cookies have like some spice and usually some ginger, uh, like candy ginger in there too, and it's the perfect like thing to nibble and chew as you're working. You're making me think I really need to get back on my tea game because uh, there's this coffee shop down the street that I go to sometimes and they have amazing chai tea. The chai tea, it's actual tea leaves, is so bomb. And I started making it over the summer. Yeah, and I would like, yeah, make it with oat milk and it was so good. Guys, I have a tea drawer. I have a drawer that you open it and inside is many kinds of tea. I'm kind of tea obsessed. I am envious of this drawer. So near where I grew up, I grew up in Washington State, we would take the ferry to Victoria in British Columbia. And there was this amazing tea company called Murchies. And 
you know, I'm just going to advertise for them. They have amazing tea of many, many varieties. They ship it to you super fast. Uh, like I will order it and I'll have it like three or four days later and it's in Canadian dollars. So it's not as expensive. Wow. Awesome. Okay. Field trip to Murchies. So I'll make like, you know, like a London fog tea latte and be like, yes, this is the shit. London fog. The first time I ever had a London fog um, was in Toronto when I was on set. And the uh, set PA, she, I, we had a game where I just, she would always ask me, do you want coffee or tea in the morning? And I said, you just bring me whatever you want to bring me. She's a tea aficionado. And so she was very excited about this. Uh, Nagin, by the way, she was an amazing, amazing person in PA. And then she brought me a London fog one day and I was like, I think I need to marry you. Like, wow. I think we just need to, we just need to elope London because this is the best thing I've ever so tasted. Good. I've never had it. You know, it's steamed milk, Earl Grey tea, and a little bit of vanilla. Yeah, Ooh, and it is. It's real It's good. like a perfect rainy day beverage. It really is. Ugh. That sounds great. I'm looking at Murchie's website right now. <laughs> but it's funny. I, I wasn't that into tea until I lived in London for three months. And that's when I started drinking tea with milk. I was like, who would put milk in their tea? That's disgusting. Yeah, it only I can't, is really going to work can't with have it without, black tea. No. Yeah. Oh, I disagree. I have. I put, oh, no. I put milk in everything. Like I put it in my green tea. I put it. In, Whoa. Um, I. Asian I'm a little just upset. died a little, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you're looking at Murchies, my all-time favorite of theirs is, is Paris Afternoon. It's so mm, good. That's a great. It's a name. mix of green and black tea as well. So you you do put milk in it, but like it's just a little less harsh of a of a black tea. And especially if you want to have something in like the afternoon, you don't get quite as much caffeine trader joe's has really great uh triple ginger cookies that are very like thin oh those are so good oh the snaps yeah i mean yeah i really need to get up get my snack game going i think the only i don't snack like i said i really just like have you know my my little meals i'm also really annoyingly healthy i eat only healthy food it's just a weird but i thing. love that for you hannah i just <laughs> i like it i don't know but um but i think if i'm really having a day where i'm like you know, super stressed and it's the afternoon and I need just some dopamine, I will go for cereal. I used to be really into granola, but then I realized I only liked granola because it was cereal adjacent. Honey bunches of oats or peanut butter. Uh, I'm also currently gluten-free, so I have to go with the like, you know, oats adjacent cereal. That's my that's my jam. Well, in terms of healthy snacks, berries are really good. I feel like raspberries, yeah. strawberries... Banana, if you need some mm-hmm. some fiber, if you need something to – like that's a good – yeah, if I'm really like I didn't have enough breakfast, a banana between breakfast and lunch is a good – I think this is an excellent segue to writer's room snacks. I mean like it's been a while since I was in a writer's room and I remember there was nothing more important than the food in, in a writer's room. That really is the thing that keeps you going. Well, the reason I, I said this is a good segue is because as you guys were talking about the different – like fruits and stuff that you can eat in the writer's room. My favorite, one of my favorite things to eat is an apple. It's really hard to eat that in a writer's room because it's noisy. Yeah. It's noisy as hell. And if you can't eat it gracefully, you're either eating it off the, off the core or you have had to slice it up and you're just like chomping into slices. Okay. Well, let me, let me change your life here. Do you have like an apple slicer? I don't. Okay. It is the best. Also, I will say apples with peanut butter might actually be my all-time favorite healthy snack. Yeah, Ooh, apples yeah. and peanut butter are the best That's things. really good. Yes. But, like, I have this little thing that, like, you push it down on top of the apple, and it just, like, smoothly cores it and cuts it into slices in one move. Yeah, there are just certain things that you, you cannot eat. Although, oh, my gosh. 
in a writer's room I was in, not the one I'm in now, a few writer's rooms ago, the showrunner, he was keto. And so he made everyone be keto. No. Like not, not their lemons, That's not but, thing the, you can require. but the snacks. He said yeah. there's oh no God. sugar allowed in the snacks. So it's just like cheese and salami? A lot of cheese, a lot of meats, and a lot of these keto bars, which we all tried them and then immediately were like, oh, God, no. But uh, the PA was awesome, and she had a secret drawer that she put all like uh, feminine hygiene products at the front, but then all the chocolate and junk in the back. And so anyone looking through drawers, we'd be like, oh, no, that's just the female drawer or something. But oh we my knew. God, this is that's so genius. We knew. I love and so that. then we all started like all the women figured it out. But then all the men in the room were like, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? She's <laughs> You're like, oh, just in the kitchen. You'll, you know, just, just look, you'll yeah. find it. Yeah. <laughs> the writer's PA is like maybe the most important job in the writer's room, right? Because they have to they have to make everyone happy with snacks. It's hard because, you you know, there's like there's the Trader Joe's snacks that some people like, but then there's other snacks that you can only get at I don't know, Gelson's or something. And it's, it requires, yeah, that is, it's not easy, but it's, it's the easiest way to make people happy or, un- yes. yeah. or unhappy. Or unhappy. Or unhappy. How Tremendously job. unhappy. Yeah. My first season on Legacies, uh, Julie Pleck enforced mandatory 4 p.m. snack hour. And it was Aww. genius because it gave us, it's like, you know, in the morning you have lunch to look forward to, but in the afternoon, you don't know how late you're going to be there. You don't know when your dinner is going to be, if you're going to eat dinner. And so like having the 4 p.m. snack hour to look forward to and break up the day and give you just a little, oh, it was so nice. It was That's so nice brilliant. to have that. Showing our goals. Amazing. I think we should vow that every show we ever do, that we get to be showrunners on. Yeah. 4 p.m. Snack, snack hour. Mandatory snack hour. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I'm, I'm just a big proponent of breaks in general. Like, yeah. I just don't oh think humans God. are meant to work, sit in a room and work for like just three hours straight on anything. You yes. have to take breaks. It's just. I mean, get a snack, go for a walk, anything. Please, God. Just, it helps so much. Okay. So another really bad writer's room snack. Well, anything that's noisy, right? Or smelly. But then also eggs. Don't eat eggs. Oh, yeah. It's like so You're literally bad. naming – I mean, I was the worst. And being a healthy person was really annoying, I'm sure, to my coworkers because I always had to order fish because I'm a pescatarian. I don't eat meat. So I'd get the fish and I would like have hard-boiled eggs for breakfast because sometimes we would have to get there very early and I would have to eat breakfast. And then uh, I did once like <laughs> – I I got really into like steaming vegetables, um, but I was so I was steaming vegetables. But I realized very quickly that if you steam broccoli, like it smells and it stinks up the whole office. So I was like, all right, one and done. Didn't do it anymore. But then other people, because we shared an office with some other shows, and so other people caught on and were using the steamer and were steaming vegetables. And one time, our showrunner was having a meeting. And they were like, what is that smell? And everyone thought it was me because I was no. the first one to do it. And I was like, God damn it. I was like, it's going to make it. If I say it wasn't me, they're not going to, they're going to be like, sure, it wasn't you. You're the only person that eats broccoli. Everybody else is eating granola <laughs> uh, or chocolate. But uh, yeah. Or beef. So, yeah. <laughs> or beef. Just meat. There was a guy I knew he would only eat beef jerky. <laughs> like this jerky sticks. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, Everyone no. has their own thing. It's fine. Yeah. Everyone has their own thing. The thing is, like in, in a writer's room, like you know, you're all there. You're that. You're working so hard. You're stuck there for so long. Like you deserve to have the snack you want. I agree. But maybe to just eat it in your own office if it's stinky. Yeah. yeah. But also be aware that whatever you bring in, like I, especially in my first writer's room, I'm just a huge sugar lover. 
So I would just bring in all the sugar all the time and everyone would get so mad at me. And I'd be like, I'm eating my own thing. Don't have to eat it. But if it's in front of them, it's almost impossible to ignore it. And so they're all trying to be good and healthy and me like popping in with my, you know, chocolate filled whatever's, you know, you can eat what you want for sure. But just be aware that what you eat does have an effect on other people. The last writer's room I was in, it was all guys. And so, like, I would bake and bring stuff in. And I was so used to, like, you bring stuff in and people are like, oh, no, my diet, no, ah. And, like, these guys are just like, thanks, and just, like, shoved it all in their faces. And it was, like, very <laughs> satisfying. What are we snacking on tonight? Well, my husband is sick, so I am planning to go to uh, get him some chicken soup. And I was at- literally thinking, and I should pick up a snack for myself. I don't know what it will be. I feel like I'll just go and see what like inspires me. Well, what I've been doing lately, and I love it, is I get Persian cucumbers, and then I slice them sort of diagonal, so each slice is real long, sprinkle them with salt, pepper, and a little bit of za'atar seasoning, and then just eat them like that. Where do you get za'atar seasoning? Za'atar? Uh, it's, you can just get it on, well, if you go to a Mediterranean uh, grocery store, Middle Eastern grocery store, you can probably find it, or just on Amazon, honestly. It sounds delicious. Cucumber with garlic hummus is a favorite of mine. I might try it with Persian cucumbers now. It's a good idea. Um, also, apples with cheese are almost as good as apples with peanut butter if you're feeling more savory. That can be Oh, uh, you know, I can't do apples and cheese, but I can do pears and cheese. Now, why? Oh, pears and I cheese is delicious. Oh, yeah, it's true. I don't know why. I'm the same way. I, I just can't really mix sweet and savory. I know that's like, a, it's just a personal thing. Like, I can't have pineapple you know, pizza or whatever. Oh, so, well, pineapple pizza is is a disgrace to all is mankind. It's great. No, I don't actually love it. I don't care for I don't care. I, I have neutral. So gross. I just don't Very understand upsetting. why people get so mad about it. It's just yeah. Because it's disgusting. It's not a problem, man. <laughs> it's just a fruit living its life. Like just I've as I've had it in my life, you know, like I have tried it. And it's just like you're eating pizza, delicious pizza, and suddenly there's this hot, wet, squirting fruit in your mouth, and you're like, no. Just no. I mean, now that you put it like so you, viscerally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you pulled that quote from Neon Gods. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> I see why you think that. But no, <laughs> that's all me. <laughs> it's gross. Uh, my my good friend Noga, she loves it. Whenever we hang out and she's like, we're going to get pizza or something. She's always like, pineapple? And I'm like, go stand in the corner and think about what you've done. <laughs> Wow. The best pineapple pizza I've ever had was my first writer's room. It was a late, late night, and they'd ordered a massive pizza. It was pineapple, bacon, and jalapenos. Wow. That actually sounds pretty good. I mean, I don't eat any of those things, but... Because <laughs> it, it was the sweet, it was the savory, and it was the spicy all together. Well, before we wrap this up, we've talked about tea, we've talked about snacks, but we, we need to circle back to the is coffee a snack conversation. Because I'm not, I'm not advocating either way, but I do think there's a big difference between a coffee drink, such as a latte, or like I actually every morning I have a iced coffee with oat milk, like equal parts iced coffee concentrate and oat milk, because my stomach just can't really handle like a, a coffee first thing in the morning without any food. But like just plain coffee or iced coffee or cold brew or whatever. I feel like that's not a snack because that's just more of like, I need to, I need to caffeinate myself even further as opposed to I'm fueling myself. Right. That's like fuel. 
I can't drink straight coffee. I don't like it. So you're saying yours is like half, half and half. I make lattes, right? I, I do like an espresso shot and then I do oat milk and then I might flavor it a little bit or I might just drink it like that. But it's like, it's like mostly oat milk and, and a shot of espresso at the bottom. But I, I agree. I think if you make like a handcrafted coffee drink, you know, that's a snack, right? If it's something yeah. that you're like putting thought and effort, if it feels like a treat instead of just fuel, then I think that's a snack. And if it's like just, you know, if it's zero calories, you're just straight up drinking like coffee or whatever. And then like, no. I feel like there's a key to like how many ingredients are in the thing, like how many steps were needed to make it. So for me, a tea with milk in it is not a snack. It's just a necessary thing that I need to like get through the morning. Mm-hmm. But um, where I work, there's a really cute little coffee shop. And they serve a strawberry macadamia milk matcha latte. Oh my gosh, cute. And it's so good. It's uh, from a place called Chit Chat Coffee. Great name. And Yeah, I know. And it is just the most delicious matcha latte. And that is a snack. Because there's just no way in in which I need that thing. But it just brings me such delight that when I have it, I'm just, my happiness level immediately goes up a couple levels. That's great. So Which improves me, your writing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So the key takeaway here is just do whatever it takes to give yourself a little bit of joy in this dreary, dark, <laughs> <laughs> difficult existence we've all put ourselves through. Yeah. Writing's hard. Snack <laughs> well. Dramatic. Snack well. Snack well. Yes. And on that note, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in and listening to us ramble about snacks. You can follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Untitled Female, and you can connect with us there or email us at Untitled Female Driven Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and tell us what you like uh, uh, to hear us talk about. Tell us what your favorite snacks are. Oh, yes, yes please. Do you have recipes. All right. On that note, bye. Bye. <laughs>